G'day Pickleball family. First thing to know as we move into it, as shared here on the dinkpickleball.com, let's go to a recap of lessons from the recent PPA Las Vegas Championship as written by Eric Tice. The PPA Championships in Vegas had quite a few storylines. I'll start with some of the more interesting happenings from the tournament and then end with a medal recap of each event. Men's doubles is awesome for the diehard fans, but terrible for growing the sport. Watching J.W. Johnson and Dylan Frazier take Ben and Colin Johns to five games was as entertaining and suspenseful as a men's match I have seen in a long time. The high-level dinking, countering, resetting, and hands battles were amazing. I hope real clear stats can show us the average rally length in terms of number of hits. Being an avid pickleballer and journalist for pickleball, it was a great match. If I was someone new to the sport or just casually flipped it on Amazon because I saw it was live, I can't think of anything that could be more boring. The amount of dinking is getting to a ridiculous level. I believe the match took an over, over an hour and 50 minutes. All four guys have ridiculous hands and great counters, so everyone is afraid to initiate anything. As we move forward and want to continue to grow pro pickleball, something about the men's game is going to have to change. I just don't know what that something is right now. Shadows later in the day. The match that comes to mind is J.W. Johnson and Dylan Frazier versus Federico Staxrude and Pablo Tellez in the men's semifinals. First, we are playing many of these main court matches on a sunken court, which allows for better views for fans, which is key. However, later on in the day, the sunsetting shadows are terrible for the players. On this particular championship court, there were times when there was sunlight, shadow, and then sunlight again. Pablo and Fed seem to be the most frustrated by it, but JW and Dylan have to have been just as frustrated but didn't show it. Playing pickleball outside means playing against some of the elements, including shadows. At the same time, we want the best possible product to show the fans, and this wasn't it. Two ideas to fix the problem. The PPA brings temporary sunscreens to all events and uses them in the later hours of the day above championship court to ensure the most important matches aren't mired by the setting sun or figure out when the setting sun will be uh, the biggest problem and do not allow for any matches to be played during that hour. Yes, matches would go later into the night, but players could get a longer break, break in order to get ready for the most important matches of the day. James Ignatowicz rolled his ankle. Obviously, this was terrible for James. Hopefully, it wasn't a bad sprain that keeps him out of multiple events. Sunday felt a little lackluster because we did not get to see a mixed doubles final. Matt Wright and Ignatowicz were playing lights out, and it would have been fun to see how they did against the Johns brothers in the semis. The fans missed out on at least two very good matchups in men and mixed doubles, speedy recovery and well wishes to James. The Arnik Lahani show. Arnik Lahani had the best tournament of his career and made it all the way to the two championships Sunday in men's singles to play Ben Johns. Lahani beat Julian Arnold, Brandon Labe, Hayden Patrickin, and JW Johnson to make it all the way to Sunday. Lahani is an elite athlete who is very fast. He also has a top three two-handed backhand in all of pickleball. Arnick is one of the only players who will run around his forehand to actually hit his backhand. He was super fun to watch throughout the singles day, and I expect to see more from Lahani in the near future. Here are the results from the weekend. 
Ben and Anna Lee once again got a triple crown, even if the mixed doubles uh, asterisk was present. In men's singles, we had gold to Ben Johns, silver to Arnick Lahani, bronze to J.W. Johnson. Men's doubles, gold to Ben and Colin Johns, silver to J.W. Johnson and Dylan Frazier, bronze to Pablo Tejas and Federico Staxrud. In mixed doubles, gold to Ben Johns and Anna Lee Waters, silver to Anna Bright and James Ignatowicz, bronze to Vivian David and Thomas, Thomas Wilson. In women's singles, gold to Anna Lee Waters, bronze to, uh, I beg your pardon, silver to Catherine Parento, bronze to Dominic Schaefer. And in women's doubles, gold to Anna Lee Waters and Catherine Parento, silver, Kelly Jo Smith and Lucy Kovalova, bronze, Etta Wright and Elise Jones. Second thing to know, as shared on the Dink Pickleball newsletter by Thomas Shield, pickleball misses the Olympic boat. It astounds me that... Flag football is on the list of sports in consideration for the 2028 Olympics in LA, but not pickleball. No offence to anyone who takes that sport seriously, but up until now, I had no idea it was played outside of middle school gym class. Five sports have been proposed by the LA 28 Organising Committee for inclusion at the Olympic Games in Los Angeles in 28, pending approval from the International Olympic Committee. And somehow none of them are pickleball. Instead, they are baseball, softball, cricket, lacrosse, squash, Olympic debut, flag football, Olympic debut. I don't want to harp on it, but one of those things is not like the others. Baseball international appeal outside its home country especially japan and the caribbean check cricket already appeared in the olympics once in 1900 but somehow wasn't including included again despite earning over two and a half billion spectators worldwide in recent years check lacrosse one of the oldest team sports still widely played dating back to the year 1100 check Squash, it's a wonder squash was never included in the Olympic catalogue before. Over 20 million enthusiasts play regularly in over 185 countries. But flag football, who'd have thought it? We did some digging and as it turns out, lots of people take flag football very seriously. In over 70 countries, flag is expected to overtake tackle football worldwide this year in terms of organised participation opportunities. I suppose this means a bitter congratulations is in order. Fine, well done, flag, if it's approved. But 2032, we're coming for you. Third thing to know, as shared on pickleballunion.com, the 2023 USA Pickleball Diamond Amateur Championship pre-registration opens. The 2023 USA Pickleball Diamond Amateur Championships is scheduled for December 3rd to December 10th, 2023. The event will be hosted by Pictona at Holly Hill in Florida, known for its excellent facilities and boasting 49 courts. Gold medalists of the Diamond Amateur Championship will receive golden tickets, granting them the privilege of pre-registering for the 2024 USA Pickleball National Championship. Registration for the event follows a three-phase schedule. Phase one, pre-registration for all Diamond Regional and Gold and Silver Passport winners will be open from October 9 through 11, 2023. Registration can be completed on Pickleball Brackets. Phase two, a lottery system will be implemented for all Diamond Regional Tournament participants from October 13th through 15th, 2023. And phase three, open registration will commence on October 17, 2023. 
regarding player information, combined brackets and in the Diamond Regionals, will award medals and offer pre-registration for gold and silver medalists. Those participating in a 2023 Diamond Regional Tournament prior to August 123 become eligible for the lottery for the 23 USA Pickleball National Championships. Players participating after August 1, 2023 become eligible for the 2024 USA Pickleball National Championship Lottery. Additionally, all participants must hold current USAP memberships. Similarly, combined brackets in the Diamond Amateur Championship will award medals. Gold medal winners of all brackets, including combined bracket winners, will receive golden tickets to the 2024 USA Pickleball National Championships. Players registered to play in 70 plus, 75 plus or 80 plus brackets in a Diamond Regional Tournament will receive a Diamond Passport to the Diamond Amateur Championship if the bracket must be combined due to a shortage of teams. The top four teams from each pool or round robin bracket will progress to the next round. All pool play and pre-medal matches will be one game to 15 with a requirement to win by two points. Medal matches will be decided by the best two out of three games requiring a two point margin. The gold medal winners in each event will receive a golden ticket for the 2024 USA Pickleball National Championships. The event will adopt an MMP format to provide referees for all matches. The venue for the championship is Pictona at Holly Hill, Holly Hill, Florida. Fourth thing to know, as shared on mydupa.com, a recap of the Dupa Collegiate Pickleball Championships. Nine schools competed last weekend at the Nevada Regional, closing the regular season for Dupa Collegiate Pickleball. It was the last chance to secure a spot for the six schools that still needed a bid for nationals. However, it proved challenging as the aspiring teams faced the Western Powerhouses, Grand Canyon University, GCU, and Utah Tech. Utah Tech put its two teams in the semifinals against GCU and the University of California, San Diego, UCSD. As they advanced through the semifinals, the two Utah Tech teams faced each other in the finals for the third consecutive time this season. U CSD secured its bid to nationals, while the University of Arizona faced off against Arizona State University to determine the last qualifying spot. The University of Arizona won, becoming the second Arizona team to secure their place at nationals this year. The top schools have just over a month to prepare until they hit the courts in Atlanta for the Dupa Collegiate National Championships. Paddles up.